0: on the wrestling podcast about nothing it's all about wwe's third brand as we follow nxt from lowell massachusetts to brooklyn new york for nxt takeover
1: well uh you'll be talking about that company
0: wait we're not we're in this together buddy yeah we'll see what happens oh boy uh and based on that statement right there uh the summer of negativity is still rolling on Plus, your promo about nothing is coming up a little later and so much more. But first, tell him, George.
2: I think I can sum up the show for you
3: with one word. Nothing.
0: Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 122, a production of Crackpot Podcasts. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a long independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended and did hiatus from the ring, and joining me, as always, is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars. Now, he's a Ring of Honor wrestler, the force, the object, the kingpin, Brian Sitman Malonis. What? You sit on things. You're the sit man. I didn't... Get what you, it? What do you mean? I only sat on one thing. Uh, didn't you sit on something else this past week in New York? No, I didn't sit on anything. Oh, my! I guess I got bad information then. You are back... On Inside Edition, it's top secret. I guess so, top secret. I don't even know what the hell you did, but you're back. Uh, you visited the big city, and you recorded something with one Lisa Guerrero once again.
1: I did, yeah. Uh, uh, Jesus, I, th- I think I'll be actually more heavily featured in this one than I was even the last one. So we did. We filmed a lot. We filmed. I'll, I'll probably have almost as much camera time as Lisa in this one. And how many views are we up to on the previous appearance? 6.4 million. Wow, you've been checking, huh? <laughs> Keep tabs on those kind of things. I got to. I got to. I'm a viral sensation. You do
0: your vanity searches, then you do your vanity uh, view checks, right?
1: Got to, Mike.
0: You got When you're a star like me. And I saw that Lisa G followed the podcast on Twitter as well. Oh, she did. Yeah, she did. I didn't realize. So she's all in, if you will.
1: Well, goodness, goodness, goodness to me. Turn a phrase. <laughs> well, Lisa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so many things going on in your life, not the least of which is the announcement that was made this past week for Ring of Honor that you're going to... Uh, Put over the Bullet Club in a six-man tag <laughs> <match>. <laughs> What
1: are you talking about?
0: What do you mean? The Young Bucks and Cody, the current Ring of Honor six-man tag team champions, facing the Beer City Bruiser, Silas Young, and, of course, our own Brian Malonis. Six-man tag team matching coming up in uh, Philadelphia. I should, wa-
1: I should have waited to tell you that in person rather than text, because you never would have seen it anyways, uh, rather than texting you the uh, image. Because I remember your reaction when I told you I was working with Naito, Sonata, and Evil, and you just laughed maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like beyond
0: comprehension.
1: <laughs> well, so one of us has got to get out there and try to make something of ourselves so this podcast gets off the ground.
0: Well, while you're talking, you'll uh, you you're finally be let. Into the Bullet Club locker room, perhaps, maybe to talk to these guys. You can talk about the the podcast. Maybe we can work something out before all in to get these guys uh, on the air here. <laughs> That's that laugh I, I gave you for Naito.
1: <laughs> Come on, I'm sure. If, you know, I'm sure if I asked, they you know would laugh the same way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: So, how you feel about this six man tag
1: match? I'm excited. It's the biggest match of my life. I mean, right? I mean, I, I mean, I.
0: I, I think that. so. They're the biggest thing in wrestling the outside st-
1: WWE. Yeah, the biggest stars in the world. And this is, happens to be seven days before the biggest indie show of all time that, oh, by the way, they're the principal uh, performers on it and putting it on. So, you know, no pressure. And my first opportunity at Ring of Honor Gold.
0: Right. And if you impress them, they might last a minute try to say, hey, why don't we uh, give you a spot in that battle royal?" And you can say... Thanks, but no thanks.
1: I, I, I have to. I'm booked. <laughs> I'm booked. You know, I'm actually very excited for, for that booking, to go to uh, Chikara and be part of the King of Trios. So uh, it's a little late in the game, fellas. That's what I'd say. A late in the game. You want the Kingpin, you got to book me up early because I got dates.
0: You do. You do. we are talk about that a little later on. But uh, what's your chances? Can you put a percentage uh, uh, on how... Uh, I can't even act like I uh, think you guys are gonna win.
1: You know <laughs> the, the shit's ten fake. Ten you ten know guys. the shit's fake, right, Mike? Right. Okay. but
0: <laughs> There's a chance, right? You think you get a chance?
1: <laughs> hey, you know if Lloyd Christmas had a chance, you know with Mary Swanson, <laughs> I think we got a chance with the Bullet Club.
0: Well, good luck. That is coming up. Is it the 24th? Thanks, buddy.
1: Thanks for all your support. I'm sure you're looking at this like uh, we're some enhancement jobbers or whatever, but. Uh, when you're in the ring with guys like that, you, you gotta you gotta feel and act like you belong. And um, they may be the three biggest stars in the in the world right now outside of WWE, but and, and just three of the biggest stars in the world, period, in the in the wrestling business. And uh, when I stand in the ring with them, I belong with them. I belong there. I've earned my spot. I've uh, I've put in a lot of hard work and a lot of years of uh, service in the in the pro wrestling industry and you know what? Um, they are where they are and I am where I am, but in, in, in that moment uh, Saturday night, we're going to be at the same place at the same time doing the very same thing. So well,
0: You talk about support, Brian Malonis, and uh, also John Morris at J-O-N-S-U-P-R-M-N on Twitter. He says, Kingpin, how come at Croc Sox has time to watch Chaotic Wrestling's live stream on Facebook but can't watch your Ring of Honor matches? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. Why don't you, why don't you answer it?
0: I was checking out the live stream Chaotic Wrestling put on this past week. But, uh, yes, I did after the fact. Not due to the pressure from John Morse. Lie. Just because I had time. The kid was sleeping. The house was quiet. I uh, fired up Fight TV. Episode 360. The opening match. Beer City Bruiser. Brian Malonis versus the Briscoes. think. I thought it was fantastic. Thank you. It was really great. Thank you. See, it was awesome. I'm doing good things. You are doing good things.
1: <laughs> Although I did see some, I uh, did another vanity search. Uh, there Maybe you this should be like a, a recurring segment and uh, some, uh, you know, very knowledgeable wrestling. Uh, <laughs> Person out there, you know, very oh, okay. knowledgeable. They know insider, they know insider terms. You know, who's eating shit this week? <laughs> I don't even remember his name. I blocked okay. him on. I blocked him on Twitter. Oh boy! And uh, and then he said something about uh, why the fuck is the Beer City Bruiser eating the pin when Brian Malone is in the match? Like, what are you even talking about? You even know what you are talking about right now. <laughs>
0: this is the first time you haven't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, uh, there was a review, some review, some website reviews. That, Mike Mills, that, no, oh, okay, no, like Wrestling Four One One, some dink on that. On that, hates me always. Just every time calls me a bad professional wrestler and talks about how the Briscoes had to work so hard to overcome me. And I say to you, you are a squid. <laughs> you you look you look like like pancake
0: batter. Is this a picture of him on
1: <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah. I've said I looked them up on Twitter okay and uh, you can't do what I can do but I sure as hell can do what you can do better than you can do it so there's that your review stinks so does your website and your putts <laughs> <laughs> maybe this ought to be a weekly, st- <laughs> a weekly yes, st- <laughs> maybe let's, see let's
0: workshop this I like this summer negativity will continue all year long
1: <laughs> yeah you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> no I think it's funny you know it's, it's funny you say it's like two or three bad comments and what gets lost in it is all the all the overwhelmingly positive feedback so you know very grateful for that but you know and
0: including and most importantly backstage at Ring of Honor right
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they look at the match for Philadelphia. I mean, they're not, you know, that they didn't think, uh, you know, I was capable. I certainly wouldn't be in the match.
0: There you go. So episode 360 of Ring of Honor Television, you can find that on Fight TV. Uh, that remains up there on Fight TV. You can go check that out at any time. I think you can get it for free on... Uh, ROHwrestling.com uh, I think until like Thursday or something like that. So check I'm that so out. It's so
1: uncomfortable right now the way you have me hold this microphone by the way. I hate Why? It.
0: I don't know. Well, if you hold it down low, I heard noticed a lot of static last week on the podcast. Jesus
1: Christ, like, like my hand's going to cramp up like at least give me, like, a microphone stand, then, if I don't, you don't want me holding it.
0: We're going to have to get uh, working on that. It's only I been keep two arrest- and a half years, right?
1: I talk for, like, a minute, and I have to, like, put my arm down to rest it because <laughs> it's so weird.
0: <laughs> Look it. Now I have to put it down here. My arm. Put it up. Put it up. There you my go. My arm's there tired. I'm
1: all cramped up here.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that for next week. And uh, in the meantime, actually, maybe something can help you out to get this mic stand or mic arm or something like that. Someone buys a T-shirt at Barmalones.com, right?
1: Yeah. It'd be freaking nice. Yeah. I mean, there's great designs up there. Great design you did. A couple of great designs you did. Three great designs you did. Mega Malonis. Yes.
0: A takeoff of the Mega Millions logo.
1: Yes. Thanks, Red Titus, for the idea.
0: And, of course, the original Kingpin logo.
1: This time on a yellow shirt.
0: Yes. The Curtain Jerker WPAN shirt, most importantly. Yes. And, of course, the other Mastodon shirt. Yeah, I'll let you
1: Some know if any game. of those sell, Mike. What? I'll let you know if any of those sell. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. I'll take it off your tab that uh, <laughs> you were running out. Microphones, uh, mixer, website for the year, or whatever whatever the hell I paid for for the year. The hosting, podcast yeah, hosting. Yeah, yeah. Just, you
0: know, I'll take it off that. Uh, that's <laughs> understood. Understood. But I did pay for the WPAN.com. I paid for that domain. Oh, so with 26 bucks for two years? Something like that. Yeah. So uh, that's the wpan.com where you can find our bios, uh, you know, pictures from our careers, and of course, how to subscribe to the podcast and all the episodes. Nudes. No nudes. <laughs> we Not gotta yet. work
1: on that. It might drive some traffic.
0: Yeah, we got we to diet. No, I think there's probably a market. There's going to be a market out there, right? Chubbiespeeder.com.
1: <laughs> I know there's right? a market out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've recently found out there's a market out there. Yeah,
0: thought- do you want? You don't want to talk about that? I I was I was just getting sent
1: very strange pictures. I won't describe the nature of them because maybe you're sent pictures. Yeah, very strange pictures. Okay. Yeah.
0: Of uh, body parts. Um.
1: No. No. Um. Just weird. Just the, weird. The
0: face is like the yeah. farted face that you're showing <laughs> me now.
1: Just weird, weird stuff like weird shit that I.
0: No text with that. Just pictures. Nope. nope. I think one
1: time, like, the, there was... Is it just one person? Th- for for the, the one that I had to block, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, oh,
1: okay. Well, it was just incessant. It was, like, like six times a day just getting these weird pictures, and I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs>
0: like, Is it of this person? Photos I, of, of I don't, themselves? I don't
1: think so, because okay. there was different different people in the photos each time. Um, but, it, yeah, it was just... It was very suggestive wrestling, that was being sent to me
0: i like see. just nonstop, like apartment style
1: yeah like that that sort of stuff which hey if, that, if that's your thing like knock your you know knock yourself out it's not my thing and i was just it just got to the point where it was like my phone was going off all day with this shit <laughs> and, I had and you to were like, too
0: hot and bothered and you just
1: had to, <laughs> yeah no i just had to, like i had to be done with it. i'm like this is i'm done i'm blocking i'm blocking i only blocked messenger i didn't block the person on twitter I mean on uh, Facebook, but I think I think they told me to do this. They want me to like beat them up or something.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe if we get overwhelming response, you could post those pictures on the WPAN.com. <laughs>
1: Absolutely not. No. no. Okay. They, they weren't like they weren't like pornographic in nature. I think they weren't like explicit. It was and it was more just like the abundance of them. That was just like okay, like whatever. Like clearly like I'm not responding. I don't want, you know, not interested. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's move on with our lives, but it just got to the point where it was like, okay, like you're you're interrupting my life now at this point with the <laughs> abundance of photos you're sending me. Like, so I've got some other weird stuff too.
0: So Really? Yeah. We'll get into that next time. <laughs> some of we won't get into. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, you can go to the Putting Over Podcasts Facebook group. We're talking about all wrestling podcasts there. Just go to Facebook, put in the search bar, Putting Over Podcasts. Join that group and join us and talk about wrestling podcasts there. And we're going to talk about some other wrestling this week in the wrestling podcast about nothing, NXT. And last time, Brian, that we dedicated a whole podcast to NXT – we were kind of lamenting about the dip they had taken. Of course, Finn Balor was gone. Samoa Joe, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, the Four Horsewomen were all gone. And it was kind of like Bobby Roode and Asuka holding up the brand. And we both acknowledged that there were a little bit of a lull at that time. But I think now we've hit the renaissance of NXT. Led, of course, I mean, unbiased... My opinion, led of course by Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano,
1: <laughs> led by led led by the Ring of Honor roster from like four years ago, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially.
0: So, um, I think I heard that someone was at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium last week to see the NXT show.
1: Yeah, uh, Rich Paladino was there. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, adult Mark Beaudry was there. Okay. Um, let's see. Who else was there? I think Congo, Wild Man Congo. Really? The wrestler was there. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, was Stephen Page there? Was, uh, I don't know if Stephen was there. Might have been. Might have been. I'm assuming, Let us know, Stephen. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, Dan Marotti was there. Really? Jimmy Stewart from
0: uh, yeah, the Sports Hub was yeah, there. J- Jimmy Stewart, yeah.
1: No, not that Jimmy oh, okay. Stewart. All right. Andy Wong was there. From Kowloon? Yes. Yeah, saw him. What do you uh, mean you saw him? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, all, the, uh, all yeah. those people <laughs> in a 400-pound guy in a mask were no. there.
1: No, I was, I was there. I was, I was in attendance. I did take in the uh, NXT show uh, thanks to a friend who uh, I didn't pay.
0: Oh, excuse me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I th- you, remember you got mad at me last year when I refused to pay to go to the NXT show with you, and I was like, I don't know, I feel weird paying to get into a show for a building I wrestled in. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And plus, like, if I get free tickets, why the hell do I want to pay? Oh. Uh,
0: so I don't think I don't think
1: they need my money. Oh, all right. <laughs> like they don't they don't need. I think that company is doing just fine. Thank you very much. They don't they don't need my dollar. But I was there. Um, I mean, really, because like at this point, what we know, half the freaking roster there, <laughs> like, essentially. I, I mean, me me more so than you even at this point because. A lot of these guys that are that are there now, um, aside from the ones that are like our friends that came up through this area, like uh, I've encountered and wrestled a few of these guys along the way as well that are there, so it's kind of crazy like <laughs> to think about their roster and like the interactions uh, just in the last two years I've really had with a lot of these guys.
0: I really thought I could get there to Lowell. It is like less than ten minute drive from my place. I thought the if only the kid could, uh, you know, nap for a few hours. My wife naps when the kid naps. Uh, I thought I could get out and get down there. But this kid hates sleep. <laughs> he hates sleep and he loves boobies. <laughs> so all he does is eat and doesn't sleep. Oh they, I see like on websites and stuff like that, they said the kid at this age should sleep like, 16 to 18 hours a day our kid like 8
1: like i i got to tell you now i mean this you know the, the dimple and now hates sleep loves boobies i, I Boy, we really might have to get this. I mean, I, I don't remember anything happening between between me and your wife, but
0: I do I have mean, the swab. Let
1: me just. I do. mean, we might have to get this done at this point because I mean, I have the dimples, and I don't sleep very much, and I don't like sleep, and uh, I love boobies. So, so I mean, wait, this maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. This may be this may be a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I didn't make it down to the NXT show, and I'm really thanks for <laughs> watching, my kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, so yeah, I'm really kicking myself after seeing what took place. Um, of course, the opening match was our buddy. He's been on this podcast a number of times. Todd, handsome Johnny, Warbeard Hanson, Hanson in a row, the War Raiders. And they were taking on Danny Burch, aka Martin Stone, and our buddy Biff, Biff Busick, also known as Oni Lorkin.
1: The whole the whole crowd for the most part was chanting Biff, Biff,
0: Biff, Biff. Like, so everyone knows. Yeah,
1: I mean I, I I don't I'm not I'm not like his name, I don't hate his name. I think his name is pretty unique and really memorable. I actually I actually like Oni Lorkin as a name, but yeah. I really think they should just let him be Biff Busick.
0: <laughs> Why not? Right? It's great. So yeah, uh Biff his first feud, I think, was with Todd, right, Hanson Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Yep.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, uh, was that when, when Todd just had returned from being the Duke or something? Or or I maybe he just so. returned from injury or something.
0: Uh, yeah, he returned from something. <laughs> oh, Or he was going to retire or something like that due to injury. Yeah, there's something weird. And then Biff, like, antagonized him well, and he yeah, came back. Yeah, he was
1: being a sissy Nancy.
0: <laughs> That's Todd. Todd does that sometimes but how did you feel uh, you know they started right off the bat in Lowell with uh, our buddy Hanson on one side and our buddy Biff on the other side
1: that no, was great to see like it's you know when you see your friends like and, and, not, and not just like Guys, you can't like. I mean, like Martin Stone. I I've come across him. He's not he's not my friend or whatever. He isn't Beyond? Yeah, Ray, Ray Rowe. Like you know, I'm familiar with him. I'm friendly with him, but you know, like I, you know, I'm happy for him, but don't have that connection. When you see like actual genuine friends of yours, you know, performing at at that level, like it's it's awesome. It's great. I mean, I mean, selfishly, I'm a, I'm a little upset of the timing of of uh, Hanson and Rowe going there because I would have liked to have been able to have. A Ring of Honor match with Todd, but uh, such is uh, not to be. So we've probably wrestled uh, for the last time against each other, I'm sure, at this point.
0: Possibly, yeah. You never know, right?
1: Uh, I, I hope <laughs> I, I hope we don't wrestle again because that means something bad happened to Todd in WWE. Or something good happened to you! <laughs> uh, good stuff is happening to me. I I, 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 I no longer define good as, as going to
0: WWE. A lot of people don't, and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I did for a long time, and it completely ruined me as a human being for a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hear you there. <laughs> I was there to be a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> yeah, at, you're the, feeling, at the diddle factory. I'm sure you're,
1: I'm sure you're feeling the same way <laughs> oh, <sometimes. laughs> to find yourself worth on on that on that company putting value in you
0: <laughs> yeah so how was that match
1: it was good it was the whole show was good but yeah, that match was that match was really good they built up to biff and handsome getting in the ring with each other um a little build up to it so it, it was great it was it was really felt like a like a nod to the fans there you know the the local which the, kind of a theme throughout the night um with all the local guys on that show you know, right. that kind of nods to that and their histories.
0: And, you know, the interesting thing is the two guys running the show that night are two New England guys. Yeah, two
1: New England guys, which is
0: just Matt Bloom and Sky Too Hottie were the guys yeah. running and, the And show it
1: just speaks volumes to the this area and what has happened in this area over the last 25 or so years. You know, it's, it's incredible.
0: So, uh, you know, we.
1: Oh, oh, and by the way, like the father of the brand. You know, like oh yes.
0: yes he's a new england also, guy isn't yeah,
1: he also new england kowalski guy <laughs> so <laughs> incidentally enough
0: uh let's skip all the way to the main event i, I mean so much stuff went on
1: you don't you don't want to talk about velveteen dream versus pete
0: dunn would you have something on that no it's good, okay it's a good match <laughs> uh, diana perrazzo had her first match on the uh NXT brand. Yeah, it's um, very
1: very surprised to see the last the one of the one of the last times I'd seen Diana, uh, ironically, was at that building <laughs> when she wrestled for Ring of Honor. Oh so, yeah, uh, I think I think I'd ran into her once or twice after that, but kind of funny.
0: Oh, and, and speaking, go back to Orny Lokern for a second. He this is his first match back from uh, what was the injury? It was like a, a cracked orbital, orbital bone, bone or, something. or something like that.
1: Yeah, that happened at the last Takeover.
0: And how is how is he doing? Have, have you had a chance to speak to him?
1: And last time I talked to him, he's doing. He was doing good. I, I think the last time I talked to him was actually before that takeover. I, I don't. Th- I don't think I've talked to him since the. I don't think I have since the injury and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, I think he, he he looked
0: great in the match. And that was probably his goal to be able to be in that building because the first time NXT was in that building, the two of us were there to witness that match. Oni Lorkin versus the guy we're just about to talk about, Tommaso Champa, the match yeah. that inspired you, you said before yeah. this podcast. Yeah,
1: so we, I mean I sat alone. You didn't sit we didn't watch it together. No. You were in the crowd, I was in the crowd, I sat by myself. Exactly. I was like fucking Steven Glansberg. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> super bad, super bad reference. Come on. Steven Glansberg. This kid who sits alone on lunch. Okay. Jonah Hill's character references him because he had to sit alone on lunch. Jesus, you're the worst. Never mind. Go ahead. Dead to me.
0: <laughs> Let me draw some dicks here. <laughs> All right. Go on.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it was exactly. We get to see those two. It's, it's cool that when they go to a place like, like Lowell where they have guys where that city means something to them that they that they allow them to do something special.
0: And they did in the main event of this show this past Thursday night at uh, Lowell, the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. Tommaso Ciampa in the main event. It was an open challenge, correct?
1: It it was, yeah. And they were looking for anybody in the locker room.
0: And answering the challenge is... uh, Dominic Dijakovic. You mean Dominic (laughs) (laughs) Dijakovic?
1: Yes. And, and, And on Twitter, and I think on the WWE website... It's with a K, but his Titantron video, or I don't know what they call him these days, had a C
0: uh, on the Dominic part? Dominic, yeah, Dominic.
1: <laughs> so I, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, yeah, uh, he looking looking Dijak looking great, like lean is all. Oh yeah, yeah, he's looking great. He's he's all cut up, and I actually was sitting uh, next to his parents, and then also uh, Hanson's uh, family as well. We're all right there, so.
0: So it was a good match, a good time for Tommaso. Oh and yeah. Dijak.
1: Yeah, and it was a you know, main event match and die I think probably wrestled more the style that he did on the Indies before mm-hmm. uh, you know flipping and fly you know, flying all over the place. He did the backwards like moonsault over the top rope to the outside. He the, did it
0: over, over my back once. Yeah.
1: At Cold Fury. Yeah, so yeah. that he he did that. What what the hell else did he do? I don't know, he did all sorts of he did like the springboard twisty thing he does to the outside i don't know what the hell he calls these things it's safe like to
0: say more than he's ever done in an nxt ring before <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah absolutely so the match the match was fantastic
0: let's talk about after the match tomas champ of course retains the title and he goes on to nxt takeover and we're going to talk about nxt takeover in just a few minutes but after the match what the heck is going on here i saw some <laughs> videos online of all kinds of fun games sing song and stuff how did this all go down after the main event?
1: Yeah, so um, Tommaso beat Dijak and raised his hand, and then did like kind of a went to the outside, did a one eighty, and like hit him with the belt, and did a number on him. And Gargano ran in, and or Gargano ran in, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Tommaso ran away. And meeting him at the at the stage was uh, Omi Lorkin and Danny Birch, and he tried to slip out the side door and the War Raiders. Met him there, and then he was surrounded in the ring by uh, Gargano, Biff, DiJack, and and uh, Hanson. So cool.
0: all alumni. Yeah, Except yeah. for I mean, Gargano had like a one match I think in Chaotic. But yeah, but I mean, I mean
1: that. for Tommaso, it's, it's right. also too. I mean, he's just played such a big part in Tommaso's career. Yeah. Like, um, so you know, they all they all bumped him around at the end, and and then left the New England guys aside from Tommaso to their you know to. Have a little, you know, Todd uh, cut a promo, a little speech about uh, being there for the first day of those guys and some of the other people that have come through the school, and then um, everybody took the mic and then
0: Jack name drop Brian Fury.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brian, I saw Brian Fury when I was walking in the building. He was slinking in the back door, uh, <laughs> oh. dressed dressed in his uh, in his finest extra talent uh, attire. <laughs> so,
0: oh, he wasn't dressed in his full tracksuit this time.
1: No, no, he was, uh, you know, black buttoned, buttoned up a little bit, black button up, and you know, he looked like he was going his to normal, TV.
0: his normal wedding slash <laughs> funeral attire. Yeah.
1: He looked like he was going to uh, TV. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Brian Fury, gonna have to get him back on the podcast to find out what's going oh, on. Jesus, couldn't please. get you in the locker room because you're the uh, you're the enemy.
1: I'm the competition. Exactly. <laughs> so,
0: and then. I saw. Hey,
1: I just sold out Madison Square Guard. They don't want any part of me.
0: <laughs> That's true. i surprised you didn't get thrown out by the. You know, thrown out your ass. So. Uh,
1: I was surprised they didn't try to pull me in the back and sign me to a deal immediately. They wanted to sell out the Barclays Center a little quicker for takeover WrestleMania weekend. They probably do that.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to sign everyone away, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's. No, <laughs> not just me. Okay.
0: Uh, so Which I have
1: no interest anyways uh, uh,
0: okay 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 brian okay jesus <laughs> uh, so the one drawback of this entire thing was the very end of the show Ugh. when oni lorkin Wound sullied sullied <laughs> the entire event by singing sweet Caroline the bane of my existence every time it comes on at Fenway Park the was it the middle of the seventh inning isn't they usually do it or the middle of the eighth, eighth, middle, of the
1: middle, eighth. middle of the eighth and, and the worst was I mean now it's not so bad because they're 50 games <laughs> over 500 or whatever yeah. but, I mean it's a couple of the, a couple of those bad years they had there I mean it's they're down friggin seven to one they're 12 games out in, in September. Bum, bum,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so good, so
1: good. The team stinks. We don't care about this. <laughs> All right, you're not here to watch a fucking baseball game, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Losers.
0: Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Oni. Uh,
1: I hate that th- that's become like a Boston, New England thing. It's such hot garbage.
0: The the kiddies liked it, I guess. Sent them home happy. From uh didn't send me home happy. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bitter man walking out, that dragging the kid out.
1: Oh, the kid fell asleep. The kid slept uh, through the last three matches. Really? Yeah, I didn't even see. He loves he loves him some die jack. Uh, he he likes playing with Tommaso's figure, and uh, yeah, didn't didn't see them at all. He was
0: uh, out cold. Wow, and that's no reflection on the action at hand. I don't know. He doesn't He doesn't sleep on those Ring of Honor shows, does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> he
1: actually fell asleep during the Ring of Honor oh, okay. show. He went to as well and woke up for my match.
0: <laughs> there you go. Or was woken up for your match. We,
1: we went to SmackDown, too. He didn't sleep through that.
0: Oh, all right.
1: <laughs> he's very selective. Yeah, he, like, apparently, he's a big SmackDown fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess so. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, so, that's your experience. Do you got anything else to say in closing? How do you feel about... All these guys that uh, we grew up with in wrestling, just basically holding court at the close of a WWE show.
1: It's awesome, and it's like the weirdest freaking thing in the world. We just kind of were talking about a little earlier, where I mean, Tommaso for the third straight takeover is closing a WWE pay-per-view event, you know, as the you know as the main event, and is now the champion of that brand. So it's just again, these aren't these aren't guys like we pass by in the night sort of thing you know there are guys you just kind of your casual acquaintance with or you just kind of you know you meet them here and there like you know um these are guys that we know very well <laughs> like yeah. like friends actual friends <laughs> like <laughs> equal <laughs> um but yeah just just crazy it's it's like fake life type stuff
0: yeah, and I mean, the speech that Hanson gave could just as well be you. You were there the first day Sasha Banks was there, the first day Kofi Kingston was there, all these guys. It's just it's just nuts. Yeah, it's a good time to be in wrestling. I guess so. Once
1: you uh, drop a couple of LBs and put the stripes back on, <laughs> you probably could use the extra cash, right?
0: I could use extra cash. I could use uh, the health kick. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's, that hasn't been good pal me either hey <laughs> i actually did i got to the track twice this past week to do a little walking slash <laughs> running slash so more walking we
1: did we did crush some pizza tonight though it happens <laughs> my cheat day what else hey, it's my cheat day too <laughs> i wonder if it's max's cheat day
0: i'm sure it is not your son
1: of course it's always his cheat day <laughs> Sucking on
0: that booby <laughs> milk. <laughs> <all> that boobie. <laughs> loving it, loving it, loving it. All right. We want your feedback. Tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on this week's episode. Your thoughts on NXT. We're getting into TakeOver next. Use the hashtag WPAN. And the best way to get in contact with us, that voicemail line. Call in, we'll play your voicemail on this podcast, the number 401-584-9726, that's 401-584-WPAN, and we have a voicemail, my friend. Another one? Yeah, back to back, how you liking this? What's going on? People loving it.
1: Is it it as long as the last one? Do I have time (laughs) to go take a
0: dump? Maybe slightly shorter. (laughs) I'm kidding. Here we go, this week's voicemail here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing.
3: Hey guys, this is Donnie from Donnie Films 1982 on YouTube. I am from New Hampshire, so I'm a local guy. I uh, just want to say also uh, congratulations for being a new father. I have two kids of my own, and trust me, they grow up fast. And uh, once they start crawling, make sure you hide absolutely everything, because everything in your house will and will be broken. So since we're talking about summer of negativity, I... Think there's no other more negativity than the WWE Raw right now. Absolutely horrible what's going on in WWE Raw. I mean, ratings are just completely low. The storylines are absolutely horrible, and don't get me started with the matches. And really, don't get me started with Roman Reigns. Raw is literally the pretty much the cure for insomnia. And I don't know how anybody can stand watching three hours of this crap. I know you probably don't watch Raw, and I don't watch it anymore either. But I just want to go on the TV and just say, "Hey, let's see what's going on with wrestling." And I'm watching. I'm like, "What the hell am I watching? What is this stuff?" I mean, I don't understand about the Roman Reigns stuff. I mean, you got a guy that's being booed, and they're acting like he's being cheered. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I, I don't know what you guys think about it, but. Something's gotta happen with between these writers or something because just watching this stuff, it's just, it's like horrible. It's absolutely horrible. The wrestling aside, this is supposed to be a show. And a show is supposed to be entertaining. But when you're putting your audience to sleep, it's not entertaining anymore. It's, it's really pathetic. It really is. I just wanted to give my thoughts and things on that and, uh, Hope you guys enjoy it, and hope you guys enjoy this uh, voicemail. And like my ex-wife, thanks for nothing.
0: His ex-wife? Oh, goodness. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Do we know his ex-wife?
1: I, hey, hey, we've already had enough uh, allegations about wives and whatnot on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, <laughs>
0: All right, Brian. Very raw. Go. what <laughs> <laughs> well he says that you know it puts people to sleep i know it puts your son to sleep right wwe he just <laughs> talked
1: about it just XT. <laughs> all, right, all right
0: so raw i mean yes i will admit i haven't watched i watched a good portion of it this past monday um it's three hours long anything three hours long every week it's tough to get through on a monday night you're just getting home from work long work day it seems it's laborious to get through uh, an episode of Monday Night Raw. We'll see SummerSlam as you're listening to this, SummerSlam has taken place. Uh, I don't know how the show's gonna be. could be a fantastic show. Uh, it could be a very long show. Uh, it will be a very long show. We'll say that for certain. <laughs> but it, it's just there's just so much and it's hard to get into it when it, there's just so. Much of it, do you have anything to say? Or am I just going to keep
1: talking <laughs> well, there's no break in the uh break in the action there I mean, this um, is
0: our summer of negativity this week. This is what we have,
1: <laughs> so get negative <laughs> no i'm not I'm not burying Monday night raw no I, one I, I I peruse it more than I watch it consistently. That's about all I have to say i, I mean i i I think i I'm well documented as a unapologetic fan of Roman reigns. I think he's tremendous so. Um yeah the playboy has a t-shirt <laughs> the playboy does have a t-shirt and he also mimicked uh roman reigns's uh like jack off moment. yeah yeah and i didn't yeah. i didn't know what he was doing when he was doing it cuz he wasn't doing it quite like roman reigns did it and i right. i thought he was giving me the signal of some very inappropriate like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what are, like what are you doing
0: <laughs> it's like the sign we saw tonight on a uh, takeover no flipping just fisting <laughs> 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 it's a good sign i like that one
1: oh, That's a good sign i'm sure there's plenty of screen caps of that on uh, on twitter as we speak
0: I'm <laughs> sure we'll probably get that up on the uh, at the WPN your, your, Twitter. Your
1: fancy was quite tickled when you saw that sign.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you, Donnie, very much for your contribution to the wrestling podcast. New Hampshire guy, I like it. Four oh one. Get your opinion on the air on the wrestling podcast about nothing. 401-584-9726. Thanks again, Donnie. And thank you to Mike Mills from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. Twice a week on Sundays and Thursdays, Mike Mills is doing its thing. You heard Mike Mills' computer blew up? I didn't hear
1: that. No. Yeah, his his computer
0: computer just completely shit the bed on him.
1: Wow. Did he lose everything?
0: I don't know if he lost everything, but he uh, was lamenting the fact that he might not get an episode out next Thursday Uh or this coming Thursday. Uh Uh-oh. But as it turns out, he got a new computer. They've already recorded an episode. They're very – he's very efficient like that, not like us, recording this, you know, right before it's released on Monday. What do you what do you mean? We've never missed an episode. I know we've never missed an episode, but we we tempt fate here a little bit. Especially <laughs> the past couple of days. a Sunday night recording for a Monday morning release.
1: That's not my fault. I give I you I give you options and uh yeah. you pick the last available moment. Well, You're you know. At, I get it. You're at that phase where it's like, Oh my god, I can't be away from I can't this can't leave. I can't be away from this human being for you know and you'll you'll get past that. You know, you'll get to the point of like Holy shit, i got to get out of here for a little bit. <laughs> 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 Hasn't happened yet, though. It, happened will. Yet. it will, It and it's not as far off as you think. <laughs> All right. Well... It'll be under six months before you have that. i got to go out for a little bit. You just go to, like, a Walmart. You just walk around aimlessly, and it feels wonderful to even just be walking around Walmart and not hear <laughs> a kid crying or screaming.
0: Or <laughs> 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 well, we will uh, figure that out, because next week, you're going to have a very busy week, so we have to find a way to record earlier in the week, right?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I'm very busy next week. I'm very busy the next two weeks. Uh, we may have to talk off air about uh what we're doing the next couple of weeks
0: and we will talk about that. But back to booking the territory. Do you want to talk about it on air? No, not quite, not quite. <laughs> Mike for Mike Mills. He is back up and running. He will have a podcast on Thursday. He's not missing anything, so Very good, Mike Mills. You're a uh, gentleman and a scholar. And thank you very much for plugging the wrestling podcast about nothing. Another guy, another couple guys that plug us each week, our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast, those two guys being Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. Every Monday, they talk about the world of retro wrestling. Make sure to check that out. OVPPodcast.com. Good friends of ours. We really appreciate them, and we love their podcast. Make sure to check it out. Another one to check out, Greetings from Allentown with PW, Peter Winson. Every week, one episode of Wrestling Television, and he wraps it all up around his little world, the little Winson world. Check out uh, Greetings from Allentown each and every Thursday. On his own feed or the pro wrestling on the feed on Place to Be Nation and finally the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Stuff going on all week there. Make sure to check out the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed. Subscribe and enjoy. And we we're talking about NXT live in Lowell. Now let's talk about the big takeover special from this past Saturday night. Takeover Brooklyn 4. It was good. All right. See you later. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We got. Twenty thirty minutes to fill. Oh. So let's uh
1: Wow, this is this like the, this is gonna be like the podcast uh I to do by myself.
0: <laughs> <It's just gonna laughs> Take another lot, swing.
1: Lots of lip back
0: in <laughs> A Lot of drinks. Walk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Great show as always. Falls right in line with the rest of the takeovers. Would you put this upper echelon, lower echelon for takeover events?
1: I think towards probably towards the top, I guess. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good.
0: There wasn't a weak match on the show. They you know, it's, it's they have the benefit of having a smaller card, five matches usually. Each match tends to get time. They end up running. I mean, I think they slot for two hours, but it ends up being, I think this is, this is closer to two hours and 45 minutes, I think.
1: Well, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the time. I don't know. You're making me fast forward through a lot of stuff, so.
0: Well, I got there <laughs> slightly late, so. In between matches, I was hoping you You can't can't be away from
1: the kid more than certain amount of time. Exactly, you're checking up on your phone, seeing what he's, you know, what update you're getting.
0: A good thing you were checking your phone because you found out that we missed the appearance of Matt Riddle in the front row.
1: Yes, your buddy. Yes, I like Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's a good guy. Uh, Again, another (laughs) bummed out, happy and bummed out at the same time. Like, oh, I wanted to wrestle him, but uh, yeah, Matt Riddle making his, I guess, his official nxt debut
0: and you couldn't give us the exclusive here on the wrestling podcast about nothing that was going to show up in nxt or did you know
1: i did know yeah, oh, yeah thanks yeah, yeah, dickhead yeah. sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what when somebody tells you something and says hey you know just don't put it did out he, did he say
0: off the record hey no i he
1: just he just said hey nothing nothing's official till it's official but this is what's probably happening I talked to him at uh, NEW. Well, it was in the locker room at NEW, after uh, you know, after the show in Norwich, Connecticut. We were just chit chatting in the locker room for for quite some time, and that that that's when he. I mean, there was already the, there was already the rumors, but that's when you know he officially told me. But I didn't want to betray his confidence.
0: Well, what do you care now? You never see him again. Because <laughs> I like the guy. Okay. He seems like he's a good guy. He is a great guy. He's uh, a sensation in the Indies. He's, I'm sure he'll do well in NXT.
1: He is. He's only like three years in or four years into his career, so he's <laughs> still got like, you know, he's going to only get better, and he's already really, really good. So, hey, Mike.
0: Yes. You're not special. <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you mean?
3: Uh, you're, you're not y- special. Y- you're
0: going all Adam Cole on me, huh? <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a number of things here. The way we do NXT reviews is we have a number of categories... And we'll rank. Uh, we'll pick the number one pick for each of these categories. I, I don't really explain it very well, but you'll yeah. get it. Yeah. Get what are you art.
1: What are you gonna do uh, for MVP, Mike? Because Asuka wasn't on the show, so <laughs>
0: uh, MVP is our main event pick. That is the uh, MVP of the night, who we thank. Yes, and the past couple that we've done, I've talked about Asuka. She was holding down the fort, as I mentioned earlier, on NXT for quite a while.
1: You still, still managed to get him a thing about Oscar here, huh? Yes. <laughs> so
0: we will talk about that a little bit later, the MVP of the entire evening at NXT Who's TakeOver. Who's uh, Oscar? <laughs> Oscar? <laughs> 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 so, I mean, usually we talk about the entrance of the night. There weren't a lot of super over-the-top entrances in this TakeOver. I don't think there were any. I mean, Velveteen Dream. The way his, he kind of—he kind of steps up from the floor. There's like some sort of little gimmick where he walks. Yeah, up. I
1: feel like all his are always weird or whatever he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: doing that velveteen thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. His—he's very he walks very slow and deliberate. Uh, I mean, Tommaso's entrance is—I mean, who would have thought in 2018 somebody could get over having no music?
0: I mean, yeah, it's definitely definitely mu- unique. Music in this day is and age. such a
1: big. You know part of the production now and and he just comes out and <laughs> screens his champa and the crowd just starts booing immediately and it's like it's a moment like his entrance is a moment and it's just him because there is no music
0: and knowing tomaso this was his idea i'm sure probably yeah yeah that was his thing he he takes a lot of ownership over the stuff that he does and i think that he he'd be the one to say yeah don't give me any music. Yeah, and
1: he's not, he's not afraid to try different things yeah. either. Like, he's hes pretty, Tommaso's pretty fearless when it comes to just putting yourself out there and trying something, and if it doesn't work, well, shit, we'll try something
0: else. We've talked about that in the past, his <laughs> his sting jacket, yeah. the funny hair that he yeah. would try. He would tried 10,000 different looks, and he's still trying. He's grown that beard out. Uh, you know, you let his chest hair grow in. He's always evolving. And that's the way you stay fresh. <laughs> you stay fresh. You got to stay fresh in the <laughs> wrestling biz. So let's talk about the spot of the night. There are a lot to choose from. The biggest spot of the night: an NXT Takeover Brooklyn Four. Anything that pops to mind to you?
1: You know, it's uh, there's 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 two, and I don't I don't know if you're going to go with same ones, um, but I, I'll say in, in the main event the. Maniacal, like Tommaso charging Gargano with the chair with with his knee, and go crashing through the barricades, yep. uh, throwing throwing chairs, <laughs> throwing human beings. <laughs> that was the best. Throwing a barricade on him, throwing a the bell, the bell table, just burying Gargano under uh, all sorts of shit, including a person. Uh, <laughs> to me, that was that was the spot of the night. It was awesome. It was fantastic.
0: The finish. Again, just a really creative, awesome finish to get Tommaso a cheap victory, but it doesn't, you don't feel robbed. I mean, of course, Gargano feels robbed by it, but it's just like, it's so smart the way they come up with the finish. Like last time, it was the the quick DDT on the uh, exposed boards. Of course, they referenced that tonight, and oh, recording Saturday night, they referenced that in tonight's match. But the finish where he's up on an elevated platform, he gets laid out with a running knee. They're up by the by the entranceway. He gets laid out by a running knee with Gargano. Gargano goes through. He doesn't go through a table. I think he was supposed to go through a table, but he went through like a speaker, hurt his knee, landed on a table, rolled off. He's down on the ground, and was up on the elevated platform. Of course, it's a last-man-standing match. So the referee begins his count eight nine Tommaso simply rolls off the elevated platform lands on his feet he's being held up but we forgot to mention that he was handcuffed to where he was so he just rolled off the elevated platform and was just dangling by his arm which is handcuffed to this fence and he is just barely standing but you know legitimately standing gargano can't answer the count so Tommaso wins the match such a creative finish and just a way to keep the belt on Tommaso, and i guess keep this thing going
1: yeah i mean this is like rick flair heel champion level stuff of just gets his ass handed to him and then finds a way at the end yeah. to walk out as the champion still so good good stuff really i think advances him as a heel i don't think uh even if it is the end of their feud gargano doesn't lose anything because i mean he kicked his ass you know and looked like he should have won the match and so i i think
0: uh you don't think this ends with gargano finally winning the title
1: I don't I don't know I mean how many more how many more times can can these two? I go? was going to
0: ask you yeah last man standing where do you go from here? Is it, I mean they've, some they've, sort of cage. They've,
1: they've done unsanctioned. They've done a street fight. They've done last man standing. Like I, I don't know where you go from three here.
0: three very similar.
1: Yeah I don't know where you go from here at this point like hell in a cell. Uh, I, <laughs> may hey maybe the first <laughs> hell in a cell next the issue I guess but yeah I I don't know it was it was great stuff the, the other one again same again from that match um, the other one that I was. Thinking of was, I guess it's more of a sequence and a spot, but just like the exchange of strikes that had like a false finish in the in the middle of it, yeah. and just all these creative strikes to one another. I thought that was was really fantastic as well.
0: Well, let's get away from the main event for just a second. Another spot that I'm thinking about is the Adam Cole Ricochet match for the North American Championship, Ricochet. Basically, he goes and does a lion salt springboard off the middle rope, backflip, and Cole catches him perfectly in the side of the neck with a super kick as he's upside down in midair. Perfect execution, tremendous spot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was that was great. That was really that was really really great. Uh, and I think he followed it up with like a, like a brainbuster to his knee type yes. thing, and then it felt like the finish. It was a really good false finish.
0: And that match uh, really met all expectations, I think,
1: yeah, I think that that one you know that match was excellent, that match was really good too. I really enjoy I really it wasn't a bad match on the show, it was a really great show,
0: and we'll try to pick our best match in just a second here, but moving on from spot of the night moment of the night, what felt like to you Ooh. like a great moment? Let me give you mine first, okay. well actually uh. Okay, I have two, but, okay, the biggest moment was not for one of the wrestlers. The biggest moment was for referee Eddie Ortega. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ.
0: The biggest moment of the entire night. We'll go back to the main event once again. The referee, Bandito Jr., Eddie Ortega, I believe is his name. He had the best spot of the night. You know what it was?
1: No, I don't, Mike, because I wasn't watching the referee.
0: Well, Johnny Gargano, at one point in the match, had a huge boogie. <laughs> a huge boogie coming out of his nose. And Eddie Ortega, <laughs> you see him walk up to Gargano and say, Wipe your boogie, wipe your boogie, wipe your boogie. Wipe your boogie, wipe your boogie. Wipe your boogie. I can't, uh, that's like a tongue twister. Wipe your boogie. And Johnny Argano wipes his boogie. We avoid the Owen Hart WrestleMania 10 situation. (laughs) He single handedly (laughs) saved that match. Eddie Ortega. Oh,
1: the uh, snot in the beard will. uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Snot in the beard will always stop you. What are we doing here? (laughs) 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 We're not men. (laughs) (laughs) The other one, of course, was uh, maybe a little personal to me probably to you as well after the opening match the tag team championship uh, undisputed era versus mustache mountain undisputed era retains the tag team championship great match excellent lots of tremendous false finishes in that one and of course after uh, roderick strong and kylo Riley successfully defend the titles popping up behind them ray Rowe. Our buddy, Hanson, and they just take to absolutely destroying them. And we know very soon the next takeover, which is takeover war games, I believe, which is coming, I think. Uh, War games again? Yeah, they're doing war games again, which could be teams led by Tommaso and uh, Gargano. You never know. Brother. A little cage action. We might get our cage match. So I think that is a Survivor Series weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. But I think that's going to be our match. The War Raiders for the Tag Team Championship against the Undisputed Era. And, yeah, that was a personal highlight for me, maybe a little biased. But in terms of a moment of the night, War Raiders just uh, hitting the Thor's hammer. Ray Rowe presses him up in the air. Power slam by Hansen, Then he dives out. And then they did their finish there. The leg drop off the top from Hanson, their finish, so completely lays out the tag team champions, and it's going to happen, and I think it's going to happen on the next takeover. War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era. Yeah, that's a moment to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that great, absolutely great moment. Did you notice they were getting booed a little bit at first until they until did the spot, the pop-up spot, and then the crowd was like,
0: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Undisputed Era has a, a very loyal following, yeah.
1: So uh, I, I, you you kind of stole mine, so I'll have to find something a little different here. But I, I thought uh, another great moment of the night was Kyrie Sane, the the finish of that match. Uh, her, I, I think, an upset. I, I wasn't expecting oh, yeah. uh, Shannon Baszler to lose, but I thought that was a great moment too. And just seeing her outpouring of emotion after winning, I think that's always um, those are always good. Feel good moments of the night. So uh, the surprise of the finish of that match, and and then and then the outpouring of emotion, I think, is also a good a good moment as well.
0: Actually, yeah, excellent finishing sequence. And we we'll, we will roll right into the match of the night. And I'm going to say my match of the night was Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. I love that match.
1: Yeah, it was, it was much like the rest of the card. It was it was a really great it was a really great match and. Shayna Baszler pretty pretty inexperienced. I don't know what yeah. Ky, you know, Kyrie's saying. I don't know what her experience level is. Oh, but, lots
0: of experience in Japan.
1: But but Shayna Baszler is what, like a year
0: in? I something like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously a lifelong fan, and I think she had done some training just casually. But yeah, I mean, it's only been less than two years since she got out of M M A.
1: Yeah, I mean I think um I mean these matches too are probably heavily scripted and probably I mean they're going to take over I'm assuming this isn't the first time they've had those matches as a matter of fact I can tell you for for a fact that it's not the first time that the tag team championship match that's not the, <laughs> first, not the first time they did that match uh, that weekend this past right, weekend because right. it was almost identical to the match they did in in Lowell but um but yeah I'm thinking there's a lot of rehearsing um yeah. that probably goes into those matches so and not taking anything away from the, that that's no. not that's not like a slight against the performers or anything like that please don't take it that way but um, yeah it was it was a really good match
0: would you make that your match of the night though i would
1: not make oh, that my match me. of the night well i'm going to go with the obvious i'm going to go with the main event it was it was outstanding i mean you know Tommaso and gargano have amazing chemistry whether it's a tag team or uh, or opponents and i don't know i don't know if i want to see them wrestle again because i don't know what else they're gonna have to do to top what they've already done like i, I don't i mean they might have to like murder each other and then in the next one if they have to wrestle again um, but that match was outstanding i mean absolutely out, outstanding um, and this is after SummerSlam, so hey tweet us if you think anything did top it but yeah, as we record this on Saturday night, thinking about SummerSlam, it's going to be hard to top that match.
0: And before we got to the main event, before the main event started, I think you said that was Cole and Ricochet your match of the night.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, that would have been my my second favorite match of the night. Cole and Ricochet. I thought that match was excellent too.
0: All matches very strong. We haven't talked a lot about EC3 versus Velveteen Dream, but that match you could see a little bit of. I mean, just my opinion, Velveteen Dream's experience in that match, I think. I think there's a little oil and water at some points in that match, but very uh, strong match. It all came together in the end. I oh,
1: that tan on EC3.
0: <laughs> only rivaled by Drake Younger, the referee.
1: Or Arch Kincaid in 2003.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I mean, there's really no wrong answer when it comes to match of the night. But let's talk about it. MVP of the night. Who is your pick most valuable player on the NXT roster on this night for NXT takeover? Brooklyn four.
1: Ooh, I mean that's that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a really tough one. Um I mean, I don't want to necessarily go with the obvious, right? <laughs> uh huh. You, you know, I, I, it's it's an obvious pick, but it's not the obvious pick you think I'm going to go with. I'm going to say Johnny Gargano. Uh, I mean, he's a great ba- he's a great baby face. Like yeah. he's and and for all the great things we talk about, Tommaso, he's been able to do this because of. You know, Johnny Gargano. You got to have the right dance partner. Yeah, exactly, and he's been perfect. His facial expressions or are, or are, are money, his reactions are money, um, his his wrestling obviously <laughs> is is on point. Um, he's great. He's he's outstanding. And and the funny thing of it is, is these two guys were brought in not to do that. They weren't uh, expected to be where they are. They weren't ever expected to main event to take over. And now they've. They've main-evented, what, four or five of these
0: things now? Because uh, they main-evented one as a
1: tag team, I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure.
0: That'd then, I think.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, these guys were not brought in for that. They were running for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Just to fill a spot. They were going to be, I think, just kind of fodder. Yeah. On, you know, just to have experienced guys around for the you know the stars to work with and they just both so damn good you can't hold down talent that's what you know that's that's that just goes to show you all all you need if you're somebody who's talented you just need an opportunity and you know, it doesn't matter what the expectation for you is you know like uh, you know I, I remember sitting in a room at the CTC with Dr. Tom Pritchard and um, him looking around and This is not meant like uh, anything bad about Dr. Tom, but Tommaso was sitting in this room and him talking about how, you know, he saw guys who maybe could get there, you know, to WWE someday, but he didn't think he saw anybody who was the next, like, top guy type thing. And, well, Tommaso, (laughs) Tommaso was, you know, proving that wrong. So, but yeah, I'll say Johnny Gargano is, is my MVP of the night. He is He's outstanding. He is, and you know, it'll be interesting to see ultimately if you know what his transition ends up being after NXT.
0: Well, you said there's no Asuka. She wasn't on the show, so Kyrie Sane. I'm going to go with Kyrie Sane.
1: I don't know if how. I, don't know if, I think I'm. This makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: but no, I legitimately, <laughs> legitimately, she, you know, she, she's the cutest little thing you ever want to see coming out to the ring, <laughs> in the pirate outfit. You know, it's little kooky, little weird. I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> she wants to be a pirate though. She has no puppy shirt though. She's gonna work on that. But just the way that she turned up the intensity for that match and was able to get to Shayna Baszler's level. And just laid into her, and that innovative finish, and like you said, the post match, uh, her getting very emotional. I got a little emotional. I don't know if you looked over. I'm mean, not that emotional, <laughs> but but it, it, yeah, I, whenever I <laughs> when you see you know when you see someone who's emotional, and it's like it makes you uncomfortable, and makes you feel something. No. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah you're, <laughs> you're, a, have, you're a barren man. I have no
1: idea what, what you even mean. Yeah, there's nothing
0: going on emotionally in Most your Most of the time I see people crying, I'm like, what the hell are you crying about? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I've no, I have very little tolerance for crying.
0: All you know is rage, <laughs> essentially.
1: Uh, I take great pleasure in uh, other people's misery as well.
0: Oh, well, you do. You do. That's why we're doing this summer. Of negativity here, on the wrestling <laughs> podcast about nothing.
1: Well, I feel like I've been doing a lifetime of negativity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Kyrie sane, my MVP of the night, and of course, I mean we have to mention our buddy Tommaso. We have multiple times in this thing. I mean, of course, you can't go wrong if you were to say that he was the MVP of the night as well. I
1: mean, Tommaso is not just like one of the top performers in NXT. Tommaso Champa is one of the top performers in in WWE. So you know, we'll see ultimately what happens and if he gets moved up to a Raw or SmackDown or. You know what that what that kind of looks like for him, but um,
0: the guy, darling of wrestling
1: Twitter, he's on, Tommaso Ciampa. He's on top of his game. <laughs> I, mean, he's, I mean, find somebody who's a better heel in pro wrestling right now. Dare you to? <laughs> somebody show me. He's and yeah, I'm biased, completely biased. <laughs> but the dude's on another level right now.
0: Well, let us know your thoughts, guys, for entrance of the night, spot of the night, moment of the night, match of the night, MVP of the night. Just send it to us on Twitter, at the WPAN. Go on the Putting Over Podcast Facebook group. Why not? Put your thoughts there as well for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Let us know what you thought of this great evening of wrestling. All right. It is time for this week's promo about nothing. But before we get into that... You are hitting the highways and byways, Kingpin. You are crisscrossing this great nation of ours. You are applying your trade as a professional wrestler, and you, got dates.
1: Yeah, Mike, and and for the sake of keeping this podcast moving, I'll just talk about the rest of August because I got a ton here in the rest of august so this thursday night i'll be heading to malden massachusetts ufo wrestling defending the ufo heavyweight championship against mike mccarthy ernest the cat miller will be there robbie e will be there most importantly i'll be there so you should be there and yes i am talking to you mike and all the fans out there
0: it's gonna be out of this world
1: (laughs) it sure is it's big bang 10 of course i'm main eventing who else would be in the main event of find UFO Wrestling on all your social media platforms for ticket and full card information. The very next night, I'll be heading to Pittsfield, Massachusetts, Northeast Wrestling, Wrestling Under the Stars out in Pittsfield. Uh, Rey Mysterio actually is no longer on the event, oh. uh, but lots of great stars uh, on on this event still, uh, including yours truly. I'm not sure what I'll be doing yet, but I'll be in attendance.
0: A suitable replacement for <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Yes, I, I sold out Madison Square Garden, Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, excuse me. <laughs>
1: But I'll be, I'll be coming to Pittsfield along with all the stars of Northeast Wrestling. Go to northeastwrestling.com and find Northeast Wrestling on all your social media platforms for ticket and full card information. Then, Mike, the big one, the biggest, <laughs> just the biggest match of my life, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> the 25th of August, Saturday night in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the 2300 Arena. It's Silas Young and the Bouncers. Beer City Bruiser, and myself, Kingpin Brian Malonis, taking on the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Champions, the Bullet Club, Cody Routes, and the Young Bucks.
0: Praying for a run-in, right, Brian?
1: <laughs> I don't need any help. We'll, no, no doubt we'll be walking out of Philadelphia as a six-man tag team champions. You'll be begging for a picture uh, with me in my championship belt the next time we record. I have no doubt about that whatsoever.
0: All right. No doubt at all.
1: <laughs> uh, then, Mike, the 20, August the 26th, uh, special 3 p.m. bell time. I return to Beyond Wrestling in another six-man tag team wow. matchup. This time I'll be teaming with Cam Zagami and the Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson, to take on the Mill City Hooligan. Who? Who? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> we know those guys, <laughs> the Logan Brothers and Chase Del Monte. We know them. Nobody else
1: does. Oh, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> and then, Mike, uh, Friday night, August the 31st, at Shakara, King of Trios, night one. I'll be there in Easton, Pennsylvania, and for night two. Oh, you will? For night two? <laughs> yes. For, well, yeah, we're booked for all three nights. Everybody's booked for all three nights. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not any spoilers or anything. Oh, Excuse that's, me. They book you for all three nights, but it's uh, Friday night, the 31st, Saturday night, September 1st, and Sunday night, September 2nd. It's Chikara King of Trio's weekend. It's Chikara's biggest weekend on the calendar. My Chikara debut, so pretty and excited. I did see
0: that the uh, opposition in the first round for you yes. features the new Chikara grand champion, Mr. Touchdown, so uh, yeah. praying for you. I don't know how that's going to go for you. Let's well, see if we get out of round one.
1: We'll see. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pays the same.
3: <laughs>
1: Find Chikara Wrestling on, uh, uh, on on all social media platforms. I believe it's what? Chikaratopia. I believe this will also be streaming on. There so. you go.
0: Jakaratopia.com. Bada bing. And if you want to book the Kingpin, email Brian brianmalonis at comcast.net or DM him on Twitter at brianmalonis. Get the Kingpin on your event coming up. Promo by nothing time, my friend. The year 1991. And we're going back to Mempho. Memphis, the USWA to see the debut of a gentleman who is... Red, white, and blue all over. The spirit of America makes his debut in the USWA, makes his debut on the promo about nothing.
2: America, let me introduce myself. I'm the spirit of America. By, by trade, I'm a professional wrestler. But my passion and in my heart is the red, white, and blue. And to just to be dedicated to the red, white, and blue... I go out and I pick up the trash along the highways and the byways hey Randy, and in the parks. Randy. The people just...
0: What are you doing? You're shooting a video
2: Eric.
3: Who's Spirit that? Spirit of America. Spirit of, America.
2: <laughs> Spirit of what? <laughs> Look, we don't bother
3: you when, when you do your interviews. Don't bother us now. Okay, okay.
2: Okay. Okay, let's start over. Here we go. Three, two,
3: one.
2: But like I was saying... I stand for the USA, I stand for America. I just want to ask all my little spirits out there to chip in and give me a hand. On a Saturday, on a Sunday, get your mother, get your father to bring you out to the parks. Get your little bags of trash bags, and you come out and you help clean up the garbage all over. And then, together, we'll help clean up America. Look what people do. This disgrace is the red, white, and blue. Just watch how easy and how fun it could be to clean up. I can't believe what people do. Hey, spirit! Hey, spirit!
0: Pick this up, your spirit of America!
2: (laughs) That's the kind of trash I'm here to clean up.
0: I don't even think we have to say anything. Eric Embry took care of it all. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a burial right inside the promo. What a
1: weird what a weird gimmick. Like, because it's not like, it's like Mr. America meets
0: Duke the Dumpster Drosier. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the Native American who cries when people litter yeah, yeah, like for what, the old commercial.
1: He loves America,
0: and he wants to pick up garbage. I'm like, what? So confused. And there's no bigger heel tactic than when a a all-American guy who's walking around a park with uh, streamers hanging off his arms, shirtless and tights, <laughs> with a red, white, and blue trash can. <laughs> there's no bigger heel than someone who takes garbage and throws it onto the <laughs> ground right in front of
1: him. Litter bugs.
0: <laughs> Just an amazing. I mean, I really don't even know what to say he didn't really know what to say at the beginning of his promo he stumbled all <laughs> over his uh his own words who is this guy his name is randy obviously because eric doing? who's the guy that you hear who yeah he's like off camera they the camera pans around and he's hanging out of his car saying what the hell are you doing i'm the spirit of america
1: yeah why why are you in wrestling tights in a park you (laughs) creep
0: (laughs) and they should get their moms and dads to bring them to the park to clean up garbage fun
1: to pick up trash
0: (laughs) (laughs) and didn't you know uh, i'm sure you didn't there was a a driver who was with eric embry uh that man is tony falk also known as past promo about nothing alum Boy Tony.
1: Oh. Do
0: you remember Boy George, Boy Tony? Yes,
1: I do remember Boy Tony.
0: And I think uh, Boy Tony was recently featured on the Book in the Territory podcast. You're welcome, Mike Mills. (laughs) So, yeah, the, the hits keep coming for Memphis. The Spirit of America
1: treasure trove of rubbish <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally and figuratively <laughs>
0: garbage begets garbage
1: <laughs> Jason to refuse is refuse, refuse.
0: <laughs> that is our promo of nothing folks you heard it if you want the full picture find the links of the video in the description of this episode or at the WPAN.com. all right that is it we'll be back here next Monday for episode 123. Of the wrestling podcast about nothing. That's one, two, three, my friend.
1: Oh boy!
0: How about that?
1: <laughs> That's your. Uh, yeah, this is your episode.
0: That's my episode. All about refereeing. Uh, this is the final episode now. <laughs> okay. Well, till then, we will be back. He is the kingpin, Brian Malonus. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mako, and thanks for nothing.